Right, now then. First of all, sorry I haven't released any new episodes yet this month. I've been getting my new novel ready for its imminent release. I've mentioned this, haven't I? If you're listening in the future, it's already out. Check out my novel 100 as a book or an e-book or indeed the audio book, full details of which can be found at frankburton.co.uk. So when I say sorry, I don't really mean sorry, obviously. I mean sorry, as they say, not sorry. And when I say as they say, I don't actually know if anyone's ever said that before. But I said it, and it's true. Welcome to Ragbag's Bonus Bag. My name's Frank Burton a.k.a. Lazarus Newman. My guest this time is Neo Geo. And what can I say about this man? He's extremely talented and prolific, and that's a great combination, right? Also, as you will hear, he's a very interesting guy. The following conversation covers a whole range of different topics, including some pretty deep and dark subject matter. That's not a warning, by the way. It's a recommendation, if anything. Yeah? First, let's check out the music. This is a track from the most recent Neo Geo album. The album is called Once You Have Seen It. The track is called Balance. Stick around. Trust me, you are going to like this.
I do find there's a, a wide variety of different sounds going on in your music, and it sounds like you must have had sort of quite quite a diverse range of influences. Uh, I'm just wondering what kind of music you listen to, you know, on on a regular basis. What 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 sort of sounds are going into your head to make the music that you make? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, this is something I like to talk about with one of my best friends all, a lot. We, you know, we listen to both very different kinds of music. Now he's a rapper and likes to listen to all that stuff, and I'm I don't really know what I am. Uh, I've been growing up listening to everything from classical to disco to pop to, you know, just grunge metal and all sorts of weird things I don't even know what they're called. But here we are, and I've been, you know, having favorites from Queen to Dolly Parton to, you know, UK underground trance music, and I just kind of love all music as long as it's not bad, but isn't that very subjective, so I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I like to mix things a lot. I like to try out different things, but clearly I feel there's a sort of central theme around anything electronic. But also we're in a, an era now where electronic is just such a wide term. I mean, literally anything you will ever listen to that's coming out in recent times is electronic in some way or another. Whether it's originally ukulele or, you know, bass guitar or someone just slam poetry stuff, you know, it's on some level it's electronic if it's being produced by some guy. And I, I don't really know where to draw the line, I feel. It's just all very interesting and I want to try out so many different things. You know, I like jazz music. I like heavy metal sometimes. I like just weird experimental, weird screaming stuff. I don't even know. <laughs> I just try and, 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 and do something interesting. But also I want it to be, you know, what do you call it? Focused. You know, I don't want it to be too off the, off the hook. You know, I don't want it to go too far in some direction where you can't actually just sit down and enjoy the music. I want it to have a theme, so to speak. Yeah, and um, and speaking of that, so you're doing a series of seven albums, and you're four albums in so far. So tell me about this project. Um, how how did this come about, and how how did you come up with with a whole series of seven? I don't really know what to tell you. I don't really know where to start because, to be frank, the the idea started when I was about ten years old, and it's been kind of going on for a long time. I always knew that I wanted to make music. I always knew that this was something that really meant a lot to me. And I guess I've been looking for a, a good reason to do something meaningful. I, I always wanted things to have meaning. And I feel for a lot of years, I didn't really know how to put that into some context. Um, <laughs> which is also why I named my first album something in context, because I felt that was a good way to start it. Now, to get a little personal, I, uh, I've always had a very traumatic childhood. I mean, this is pretty much since the beginning and up until my 20s. Things were just crazy, 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 off the hook crazy, just so much craziness. And things just seemed to be getting worse and worse and worse until I just said, you know what, this is too much. I need something solid in my life. I need something that I can control. I need something that's mine and mine alone. Um, and that's sort of where the project really took foothold and, and, and started becoming something more real. So, uh, I mean, it kind of began from there, I suppose. I, uh, some friends lost their lives, some very close friends lost their lives. One was murdered, another took their own life, um, another died from disease. It was all very sudden and it was just too much craziness. Another went through some other very traumatic experiences, someone very close to me, and it just... 
overwhelmed me so much that I actually just <laughs> I, I escaped from my home in Denmark and I just took off and didn't know where I was heading. I just got on a plane to Paris and didn't know where I was going from there. And uh, I ended up in, in Paris and be meeting random artists on the street and just kind of hanging out with them for a couple of days, you know, sleeping on their couch and stuff. Uh, and my mother calls me one day. She's like, what are you doing? I haven't heard from you for a while. I'm like, oh, I'm in Paris. She goes, oh, by the way, did you know you have family in France? I'm like, no, I did not know that. So <laughs> she says, oh, well, you have an uncle in France. You should go visit him. He'd love that. So long story short, I, I contact him. I find out that he has a house there and I go visit him. I end up staying there for a while. And uh, this is where I really find the space to sort of formulate my thoughts and feelings on all this stuff that I wanted to do um, and where I spent the majority of the time working on the first album, just sort of picking together all the ideas that I had had over the past decade and, and putting it into something solid, something in context, as I called the album. Yeah, so um, it's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting that, that the story behind that, that first album. So I know that your music is is very sort of it's not what I would call kind of you know stereotypically sort of chill out Thank you. music, <laughs> but it is very kind of chilled out and it's very relaxing and it's very it's very atmospheric. So is that something that you were deliberately doing as a response to the the trauma that you'd gone through? Is it something that you wanted to kind of get get into that kind of frame of mind of of being kind of relaxed yourself and sort of um, you know escaping into that kind of uh, you know, slightly blissed out world. Um, you know, it's funny that you ask about that because, yeah, I think that's quite a direct response, really. Um, and by the way, I love your Manchester accent. Is that what it is? Kind of a Manchester accent, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a bit all over the place, really, because I live, I, I live for half of my life in the south of England, but I was brought up in Manchester, and I'm back in Manchester again, so I've come full circle, and uh, yeah, slowly getting the accent back. <laughs> Actually, the first song on the first album, Need, uh, I made it in Manchester. Um, oh, great. Hanging out with a friend there and, and sort of just meditating for days and days and days on end uh, until I started singing on the floor, just singing to myself, and that became that song. And we'd been talking specifically about some of the things that I went through and you know just where I was at in my life and where I wanted to go. And I think you're very right. It is a response. It is wanting to, like I said before, find a focus, find a sort of an anchor point, if you will, um, find some calm in the storm. So with the um, with, with the later um, music that you've made uh, sort of subsequently, how does the story progress from there, from, from that first album? <laughs> well, so um, when I started that first album, I wasn't really sure where that was all going to go. I knew that I wanted to make a lot of music, so... I mean, throughout my life, since I started making music, I've been writing on average about um, maybe one or two songs every single week. And that's kind of been a very solid number out throughout my, my, my music making. Um, so I realized at one point, well, I have plenty of material and just need to put it into something instead of just putting out random singles on SoundCloud, which is sort of not very uh, solid, really. It's just a little bit too frantic. It's a little bit too not together. And as that first album got a very good reception, essentially a lot of people were, were commenting and a lot of people were contacting me directly saying how they liked it and what they liked about it. I was like, oh, I didn't really expect that. You know, I was just making this chill album that I needed to make for whatever reason. Um, 
But then it occurred to me that I could just continue and continue and continue. So I thought, you know, this is the idea that I've sort of always wanted to realize. And it occurred to me that it was a way for me to really process my own trauma, as I talked about earlier. Um, and just, I wanted to continue. And just I just wanted to live my life. I didn't want to lock myself up in my room as I had done previously. I didn't want to just go away and disappear. I wanted to, you know, really live a lot and I wanted to really get out there and experience things and I didn't want to be afraid of, you know, losing more people as I had in the past. I didn't want to be afraid of, you know, experiencing more trauma because, you know, as life would have it, you know, life is actually just full of crazy experiences whether you like it or not. And here we are and I just kept doing things. I just kept experiencing and and I feel like that's what happened with the second album. You know, it's it was titled Different Roads Towards Common Goals, which for me was just about realizing that everybody wants the same thing, essentially, you know, to be happy, to be safe and to experience something and to be meaningful in, in whatever society they live in. But we all have very different ways of doing it. My way of doing it is this um, and other people's ways are their ways. And I'm, I guess I'm just trying to find my way in all of this. And while I'm doing that, all these things come about, ideas emerge and get put into some kind of music hopefully yeah and it's, it's kind of interesting how it works in terms of you kind of putting yourself and your emotions and your experiences into that music kind of while at the same time as as a kind of music producer you're kind of like anonymous you see what <laughs> I mean it's kind of because um it could because it's mainly instrumental music as well it's kind of like it's not you telling your story or the story of your life or or, the, or kind of you're not kind of saying in words um kind of uh, what what your feelings and your experiences are but you're expressing that through the music and people will be listening to that but they can take away from it any number of different things really i suppose but how do you feel about that experience in terms of like you kind of putting yourself into the music and then people listening to it and taking uh, taking something away from it that may be entirely different to what you in, intended. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Well, this is something I've been talking a lot about with one of my best friends and, and, and he said something similar to what you just said and that's sort of what I really wanted because I've always felt that with art, it, it, it needs to be a little bit subjective. It needs to be a little bit mysterious. I don't want to just come out and play and say what it is. I don't want to say, this is what happened, this is how it is, and that's how it's got to be. Because it's not. Uh, I mean, everybody has a subjective experience of their life, and there's nothing I can do to change that fact. So why try? I would rather just focus on what I feel and 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 try and put it into some shape or form and see how it comes out and... If it works, it works. And that's why, as I said before, I, I, I make a lot of different songs. And at the end of the year, so to speak, uh, I, I pick out the songs that I feel match my feelings the best. And I just I try to stay to a sort of central theme of just contemporary feelings, even though some of the songs I might have been working on for years and years, while also staying somewhat anonymous. You know, I like that people can take away what they want. It's it's not for me essentially about saying, feel this, feel that, do this, do that. Because I don't really like telling people what to do. And also I, I like to stay hidden, as you said, anonymous. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't really have my face out there. I don't really put a lot of private information out anywhere. And that's the way I want it. One of, one of the really good things about your albums is, is that they, um, they take you on a journey, so to speak. So each track kind of takes it in a slightly different direction. 
Uh, I mean, so when you're putting an album together, how much attention do you pay to that idea that the album is taking the listener on some kind of journey? I'm thinking about that all the time. You know, essentially, that's what I want to convey is that it is a journey, that it's not about ending up at a specific place. It's not about doing a specific thing. It's about the journey. Um, and this is, some, this is a theme that I feel has been repeated throughout history. If you study any kind of history, if you study any kind of art or movies or literature, anything really, there seems to be a general theme that life is about the journey and not as much about the goal or the end uh, of it all. And, and I guess I just want to try and, and put someone on that journey and I always have it in mind like clearly like, like while I do a song it's not the only thing on my mind I'm just trying to make you know a good song something that conveys what I'm feeling at the moment but every time I, I pick up a song you know it's something I work on for a little while and then I might pick up another song or another song I might work on let's say five or ten different songs in one day and I constantly just try and make them somehow fit together for example with the intros and the outros i like to make sure that they somehow overlap in in a way that doesn't seem like complete nonsense at least and um when you when you're creating like a, a brand new track for example what kind of process do you go through i mean what what's the inspiration that kind of starts the whole thing off and kind of where, where do you go from there to actually create it and sort of make it into a, a completed piece of work um, it's very different from song to song, you know, uh, very often I will just start humming a melody in the kitchen or wherever I am at the moment, you know, I might be in the bathroom. In fact, uh, a few songs I've recorded in the bathroom while on the can, <laughs> just to be frank here. <laughs> I really have. And, and seriously, those recordings are actually in the songs that you hear. I, I like the idea of just recording on the spot wherever I am. Uh, quite a few of my songs have been recorded just on my phone with the standard you know, recording app on there just because I want to be in that moment and, and get that original inspiration right in there. But other times I'll be fiddling around for weeks and months because I have this specific idea. I want a drum to sound a certain way or I had a little tickle on my toe one day and I wanted to try and put that into music and see how that sounds. But eventually, I try and steer it towards, you know, a particular feeling. Like, I, I'm constantly keeping this sort of, uh, I don't know what to call it, a diary, I suppose, where I just write down very, very short sentences, preferably one word if possible, about a feeling that I want to convey in some way or form. And then I try and use that as a sort of guidestone towards what I'm trying to reach. And um, so your, your new... Um album came out quite recently did it not the uh, so you're on number 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 four of seven number four of seven yeah so uh what what's the um what's the story behind the new one then is there the kind of uh, are you doing anything in the in the new one that you kind of um that you haven't done before that you're kind of doing things differently this time well for next year i'm I, like for example like the artwork that i'm doing on, on each album they're all continuous it's essentially just the first album starts with me out in the forest at night, all lit up from the background. And the next one goes closer in to see a profile shot of me from the side there. And then the next one up to my ear, and then it goes away inside my ear while I'm imagining this cave and the moon is rising. Um, and the next one after that, the one coming out next year in 2019, will be essentially focusing on my brain. And the whole idea is, of course, going into oneself and, and discovering things along that journey. Now, I want to portray a sort of feeling of 
trying to figure out oneself and trying to figure out what life is all about, which is essentially what it's about for me, but also stating somehow that it's not quite as easy as one might first think. Yo, well, I'll just go on this journey and then I'll be happy and know what's up. Uh, it's not that simple. So it's, I guess it's about self-discovery, but also realizing how much is to that self-discovery, sort of realizing that um, there's a lot more to things that you might first think. I think that's the direction I want to go. And I just want to try new things. I want to try and sing a little bit more, not necessarily any meaningful lyrics because I'm not really a lyricist, but I want to try and just do some fun things, whereas a lot of my previous works have been very serious or very, ooh, I'm so artsy and fancy. I, I just want to do something a little bit more fun. Something a little bit more fun, yeah, I think that's <laughs> a simple way to put it. But also to try and convey that, you know, there's there's more to life than meets the eye. Great. And and does does that kind of reflect your current state of mind as well? Well, um, to give a little bit of a detailed answer, you know, Against everyone's advice and my own best judgment, really, I've always wanted to do things on my own. Like, I've always been very, very stubborn and been like, no, I can do this on my own. Like, kind of a child is really. Like, I didn't want people's help. And this has been a mindset that I've been carrying for a very, very long time. You know, I don't like accepting help. But, you know, I've been trying to open up recently, you know, in recent years to my friends and to, to other people and trying to... I guess, just be more involved with other people and get a little bit closer, get a little bit more personal. I think that's what my music is about lately, you know, trying to unfold a little bit, trying to, uh, how to put this, connect a little bit more, you know. Uh, for example, one song I'm working on, which I don't know when will be finished, is simply called Connected People, which in my mind is about the difference between being all isolated, as I know a lot of people out there are, is completely isolated and alone because they feel so alienated by the entire world, as I have for a long time. But I'm starting to feel more connected. I'm starting to feel more in touch because I'm trying very hard to do that. But it's also very scary in a way. And and, and that's a lot of what the next album hopefully will be about. Great. Well, that's, that sounds uh, really interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing it. And um, are, are you kind of a certain way into having produced some tracks for that already? Oh, certainly. I mean, I'm always working on new songs. Like, currently I'm working on, and this is not a number I'm pulling out my bum, uh, 200 songs plus. <laughs> of course, not all of those will be finished in time for the next album, but I am working on quite a few different songs. Um, hopefully I'll be able to finish enough for the next album, which is always a little bit of a time pressure, but, you know, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. Yeah, sounds, sounds like you're a busy man. Um, yeah, I try. <laughs> I try and work every single day, you know. I try and take a little time off now and then to enjoy life, but uh, I do enjoy making music as well, so it's a bit of a 50-50 situation there. Yeah, great. I mean, you know, just to, you know, express my admiration for uh, what you're doing, I think you can tell when you hear it that a lot of work has gone into it and you can tell that, you know, you've really thought about what you're doing um, so yeah, just congratulations, and I hope that you you carry on doing what you're doing because I think your music's very good. Thank you very much. So, um, <laughs> and um, yes, that that's it really. I mean, that that there are all the questions that I wanted to ask. Is there anything else that that you wanted to talk about, or anything that you wanted to get out there? 
Well, you know, as I mentioned before, I know that there's a lot of people out there who are isolated and feel very alienated from the rest of the world. This is something I talk quite a bit about with my close friends um, because I guess as people, we, we tend to be attracted to other people who feel the same way that we do. Like in school, I was always hanging out with the other geeks because, you know, that's who I was. Uh, but at the same time, I, 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 hang, I hung out with the jocks as well, you know, the, the sort of sporty, popular types as well. And I always just felt sort of caught in between. And I guess I'm trying to say we're all sort of lost a little bit sometimes, you know. It's, it's easy to get lost in this world. It's crazy. It's huge. It's madness sometimes out there, you know. And I want to put, try and portray in my music, you know, a sense of focus and calm in all this storm that we call society and life and all that and hopefully that comes across i guess one more thing i'd like to say perhaps is i believe that there's something seriously wrong with the music industry it's i mean to put it in one word is it's evil <laughs> i don't i don't know how to put that simpler you know there's a lot of abuse going on in the industry like serious serious nefarious abuse going on in the industry and I've experienced some of that firsthand uh, and, and, and how it really works. And, and part of my personal philosophy when it comes to promoting music and, and just getting the work out there is that you have to let it speak for itself. Of course, that's very difficult because we live in a world where, you know, there's all these ads and promotions and flashy stuff all the time, everywhere and all devices all the time. So it's it's hard to get heard, and uh, I feel like when someone like you reaches out and seems to show an interest in, in what's going on, uh, I I believe personally that that can have a really huge effect on some level. Even if it just reaches a few people, those few people might hear it and really have you know some food for thought, which I'm very grateful for. What what kind of experience have you had then that you alluded to of uh, the the first thing experience that you've had of uh, sort of the negative side of the music industry? Oh, oh, wow, I don't know how to touch on that. Uh, let's see, how can I put this? Some people out there will do absolutely anything, and I mean anything, to get the power and the influence that they seek. I'm sure you've heard various things about the media industry, you know, Hollywood and, and labels and all that stuff, you know, um, and I'm sure a few people out there who, who might listen to this sort of thing can imagine themselves. I mean, what is going on there? Maybe they can't, but to put it briefly, I guess I could say a lot of physical abuse, a lot of uh, mind games, a lot of sort of twisting perceptions into uh, just irrational ideas to push agendas. And, and, and I don't like to get conspiratorial or political, any of that. I think that's up to the individual to decide what they believe and what they want. But my personal belief is that it's more important to make genuine art than to be famous and get rich. I feel personally as someone who, because I'm kind of new to the whole social media game. I've only been on kind of social media for about 12 months because I, I don't really like it. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. At the same time, I appreciate the value of it in terms of actually it's a means of getting yourself out there and a means of getting kind of connect connecting with an audience in some way and i i have to do that I, well i feel that i have to do that for my podcast um because I, i'd be foolish not to and probably a lot of independent artists and musicians and what have you are feeling the same way as what i feel 
I mean, how, 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 how do you feel about all of this? Uh, well, I, I think that's uh, social media in itself. It started out as a great idea. Uh, I mean, social media has been around for, you know, hundreds of years in the form of newspaper ads and whatnot. But the current form that we're in is some weird, strange, obscure mixture between pure evil and pure greatness. I mean, people can connect as never before. I mean, I've been able to find family members, you know, that I didn't even know existed. But also, it, it distances people like never before. It, it divides people like never before. And it's a tool of mass propaganda. It's a tool of mass disruption. So it's, it's, it's a very mixed bag, I'd say. Then there's the whole question of, you know, data collection and how that can be used by corporations and all that stuff, which I, I'm sure you can imagine a little bit about if you don't know already. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a scary, it's a scary um, world out there. Yeah, it's, uh, like I said, it's a mixed bag of, of feelings for me, at least. Uh, I stayed personally dif- distant from it. I haven't used Facebook for years and years now. I don't use Instagram. I don't use Twitter on all those things. It's just... It bothers me deeply. It doesn't sit right at all. <laughs> I just I can't get myself to do it. Yeah. So um um so how, how if you're not using those kind of platforms, how how are you kind of promoting yourself in terms of online stuff? Um, like I use Snapchat, which of course is just another media platform, really. Uh, but what I like about it is that it's temporary. It's just in the moment. I mean, of course you can post things that you recorded earlier, but I try and keep it only you know stuff that's in the moment. It's very contemporary i like that and you can't really see how many followers someone has there's no likes there's no hashtags any of that nonsense it's just content oh really i've never used it so yeah i might check it out oh you should it's adding good guy geo it's a totally lame name uh, from a reference from a terribly old terrible meme but uh, good guy geo that's me on snapchat awesome um but yeah social media it's powerful tool uh, and it's, it can be used for great and bad things. So I, I think it's up to the individual how they want to, to use that. Yeah, I, I do like that expression that you used uh, back there, um, pure evil and pure greatness. I think that's... Uh... <laughs> it's both. It really is both. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just difficult to um, difficult to know where, where these things are, are going to lead us to, I suppose. For me, it's not very difficult to imagine. Uh, I think it's definitely going in a very bad direction, masquerading as something very positive. Uh, I, I'm 100% certain that if it continues on this current track, it is going to end up in complete shite, to put it quite bluntly. I mean, it's going to be one of the major components of the downfall of society as we know it. I have no doubt. Yeah, well, I, I suppose you could, you, could, you could say that's already happened in a in a number of oh yeah it's already happening right yeah. now but it's gonna get worse i think well we shall see we shall see <laughs> we shall indeed hopefully it's not as bad as one can imagine but you, you, as things are in life you never really know do you I, I suppose the the original question was what what does it mean for i mean in terms of wider society it means uh, lots and lots of different things but I, I i suppose the question is what does it mean for people like uh, myself and yourself who are kind of trying to kind of promote their work in some way and get people to notice it. Well, fact is uh, millions, if not yeah, actually billions of people use these things like Facebook is probably the most popular on Instagram and, and on those things. And you can't deny the power of that. You just can't. 
it's like looking at a mountain and saying you don't see it. Oh, it's clearly there. So, uh, I mean, do you want to climb that mountain or, or are you going to swear at it and say that it's bad? I don't know what what you choose. I mean, it's up to the individual, as I believe. But it's. Uh, I try to keep my distance. I don't want to put anything personal out there because I know how I can be used against you, even if you never realize it. Uh, and even if you may never realize it directly, it it is used against people. Whether we like it or not, we all have a responsibility towards one another, and I try and take my part in that. Yeah. But then again, you, you got to promote your work. You got to you get your message out there, if you will. I just don't like being preachy. Like I met a, a very nice gentleman the other day who, who happens to be Christian, and he said, you know, what good is it going to do for me to go and, and preach down at the street corner? I mean, not much. And so he immediately agreed, and... and that's how it is. You can't preach uh, to someone who don't want to listen. And at the end of the day, everybody's got to figure out their own truth. I, I do sort of, it's, dif it's difficult to um, compare the two things, but, you know, I'm old enough to um, remember a time before the internet existed. Oh, yeah, me too. And, you know, when I was growing up, I, you know, I was a teenager in the 90s and the music that I, you know, I, I got into kind of, you know, underground music and stuff like that. And what was good about it was that nobody knew about it. And there the, the wasn't any, an easy way of finding out, like just kind of go, going into kind of like an underground record shop somewhere. And that was the only place that you could hear the music that, that a lot of these bands were putting out, you know. And I quite like the the fact that I was a member of like a a, a secret <laughs> a secret club, a secret organisation, and um, sometimes I I just think about kind of going off social media altogether. If people want to find my podcast, they can find it. It'll still be on you know iTunes or whatever. I just won't tell anyone about. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the approach that I personally have have tried to to pursue for a while, and while that's super great and idealistic you know as the real world would have it that's just not really how it works you can't really promote yourself by not speaking about it yeah <laughs> in, in 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 terms of the evidence and the numbers and things and you know it's again like i said multiple times now it's, it's a mixed bag it's it's just how it is and, and that's how life has always been you know there's good and there's bad and there's nothing new really um I try to find a balance in all this. I, I believe very thoroughly that good can triumph over evil, but it's not an easy fight. And I'm not necessarily a soldier either. You know, I'm just a, a guy out here trying to make my way through life and all the madness. But we try. We we, we, we got to put our message out there somehow, whether it's, hello, I got a song or it's, you know, go bugger yourself. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you ever kind of um, uh, do you ever get tempted to get kind of political with your with your stuff that you put out at all? Oh no! Oh no! It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's not. It's not for you. Oh, complete nonsense. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Yeah, sure. I mean, it crosses my mind every now and then. But when you really think about it, all that is is just trying to steer people in one direction and another. And I've, I have a very clear, uh, made up mind about that, that that's just simply not what I want to do. Like I said earlier, I want the music to just speak for itself and to people take from it what they want. I'm not going to tell you what it is. So I'm not going to decide for you what you feel. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, uh, that makes complete sense. And also, you know, it's uh, music, something that unites people. 
who have got very radically different beliefs, you know, and I think probably um, with the sort of music that you make, it can be enjoyed by people of all political persuasions, people of all kind of religious persuasions, people all over the world, really, because it's it's kind of something that's universal because a lot of it's mainly kind of, you know, instrumental stuff. Uh, you don't have to speak a certain language in order to fully appreciate it. And in terms of kind of, you know, the global reach of it, have you had, uh, you know, do you get people all over the world responding to the stuff that you put out? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so far, uh, every single content except for Antarctica, as far as I know. Awesome. I mean, I, I sometimes look at my statistics from iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and those things, and, and it's, it's quite diverse, I'd say. America sits on, I mean, North America sits on quite a, a large part of it because I feel there's a lot of people over here with, with, you know, they have the technology to listen in on these things. But even as far as, you know, Central Africa or Far East Asia or some small little town in the middle of nowhere, Russia, or, you know, some village in the middle of South America that no one's ever heard of, someone is listening there. And that's very interesting to me. I guess that's how it is with all music, really. But that's something that's been very surprising to me, that people of such different nations really listen in and quite consistently listen in. Great. Well, we just got to get Antarctica on the map now as well, and then you've completed your... <laughs> just get. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. There's people there in, you know, these research stations and stuff like that. Well, I'll, I'll send them a link to your Bandcamp page and we'll... We'll get Antarctica on your on your list as well, and then you've you've completed the whole globe. I will love that. And as it came up in conversation earlier, here is album number one, track number one. This is Need by Neo Geo. As you'll have heard, he's Danish by birth, currently residing in New York. But this track was recorded right here in Manchester, UK.
That was great, wasn't it? It's the end. I'll see you next time. As soon as my book's out, we'll get Ragbag properly going again. Watch out for the book. I've mentioned that already. I'm not repeating myself now. Huge thank you to Neo Geo for giving such a good interview. Check out the show notes for all the relevant links. He's on Bandcamp. He's on your SoundCloud, your YouTube, your Spotify, all the usual places. Check out his music. I will see you next year. Have a good, whatever, Christmas and all that. Enjoy yourselves. Do whatever you like. Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.